Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you lean into your strengths. My guest this week is Phoebe Amanera and I am so excited to be able to share her story with you today. Phoebe is an empathy advocate, community organizer, and the community outreach director with Gen Z Girl Gang. I really enjoyed talking with Phoebe and I think the work she's doing is not only really important, but I was also really inspired after talking with her. So, without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Phoebe Amanira. Hi, everybody. My name is Phoebe Amanira. I use she, her, hers pronouns. Uh, I am 18 years old from Dallas, Texas, and a freshman at Southern Methodist University. Uh, I'm currently double majoring in human rights and international studies with a minor in philosophy. And I am extremely passionate about empathy advocacy as well as community organizing. Uh, I believe that like volunteer work has definitely been a part of my life since I was really little. Honestly, it was tied with both cultural and um, religious beliefs as well and so when I finally got introduced to like what actually volunteering was I was like oh wait no I thought everyone just like on a Friday afternoon went to go volunteer at the soup kitchen I didn't know that like that was just a me and mom thing like no it was definitely a shock but also like I realized I became so grateful for the opportunity to have like service being such a key part of who I am so from there, I like loved volunteering, but I also loved organizing. And I began to understand the ins and outs of putting these volunteer uh, events together. Like, what does it really mean to build a community? What does it mean to have in real life value uh, for people after they finish a service project? I interned at this amazing organization called Volunteers of America. And there I learned so much about like applying for permits and all the little technical details that kind of get lost uh, in the whole process to make a service project or to make something in order to like help other people. Um, I found like all my skills that I really, I'm definitely a type A person. So all these different skills that I had uh, could be used to help people and to impact people uh, on a greater level. Uh, and with that, um, I joined Gen Z Girl Gang during, I want to say, October of last year. Um, and that was completely life-changing. Uh, not only did I learn so much about sisterhood and did it redefine my definition of sisterhood, but it also redefined my definition of community and how community can look like on in digital spaces. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been a whirlwind. I was super involved in high school in my community, being on the board of our Dallas Holocaust and Human Rights Museum, or um, being president of like my school's volunteer junior Rotary Club and being able to put together a donation drive so we can have dictionaries in all the middle schools of my district. Like no matter what it comes to, if it comes to helping people and organizing something, uh, that's definitely right up my alley. Uh, another huge passion of mine is like empathy advocacy. 
Lily, I'm sure you can definitely relate to this. Like during the summer, you see so much rhetoric and so many people sharing their thoughts, opinions, voices, but not enough listening and not enough active listening, not enough empathy for other folks' stories. And which is why I think this project is absolutely amazing because once you get to understand another person's perspective and understand their story, it, it becomes next to impossible to dismiss their lived experiences. Uh, so empathy advocacy is something that I totally clung to uh, a college near me, the University of Texas, Dallas, they have a center called the Center for Brain Health. Uh, and there they're actually doing research on like the neurons and like the pathways of our brain when we help other people and when we become more empathetic people. Uh, and I think it is literally the coolest thing. And I've had the honor, the absolute honor to work with them in order to create a children's book called Ellie the Empathetic Elephant. I'm literally so excited for its release um, and for it to be able to impact kids and like the next generation. Uh, we say it's for kids and their grownups because I think this learning process in order to raise a generation that's going to come after us that will continue this advocacy work uh, is going to take um, an intergenerational <laughs> collaboration for sure. I've had the honor to speak at the Nobel Prize um, about empathy as a collective and global responsibility, along with some amazing other youth organizers uh, that y'all should definitely check out. Zoe Jenkins and Lynn Odinhemi. I may pronounce their last name wrong, <laughs> but totally check them out on Instagram, LinkedIn, anywhere. They're absolutely inspiring change makers. Um, I think <laughs> to summarize that whole long introduction. I'm someone who loves people and loves helping people uh, and loves like the technical side of community organizing, which is why I find my home at Gen Z Girl Gang so incredibly special and unique. And the people there uh, have definitely become a second family to me. Wow, Phoebe, there is a lot to talk about there. And I want to start off first by thanking you for coming on the show and talking with me. So you mentioned Gen Z Girl Gang and how you really found your home there. And that's actually how I became familiar with the work that you're doing. So I would love if you could share some about Gen Z Girl Gang for the people who may not be familiar with the group, the organization. What is the mission of Gen Z Girl Gang? How did it get started? What does your work look like? Give me the whole scoop on Gen Z Girl Gang. For sure, for sure. Well, GGG uh, was created in order to redefine sisterhood for a new generation. That is literally at the core of who we are. Um, Gen Z Girl Gang is like a bold experiment <laughs> and like the way we use social media as a community building tool. We at GGG challenge the basic features of Instagram, like to build deeper connections uh, and provide resources for our community members on how they can support each other uh, and redefine sisterhood in the age of social social media and the age of like infinite connections where we meet so, so many different people online. How can we deepen and further these relationships to have in real life value? Our three pillars is creating and sharing opportunities, bridging generational gaps and learning from and teaching each other. And that's really the foundation of what GGG is built on. Uh, we center these things in all of the work that we do in any of the events we do. We just recently hosted uh, a summit with Instagram, which was so much fun. It was called the Back to School Summit. And we got to hear from amazing content creators, from amazing folks who know so much about like money and how all of that works. I personally learned so much. Uh, and then I had the honor to host a panel with some inspiring community builders who created communities of their own and really like learn from them, like best practices, morals and foundations, how they handle discourse, how they 
actively engage with their community by also like, but also keeping things digital and kind of at the same time, social distancing, which has become even more prevalent now. I think my favorite thing about GGG is that each of us has a Gen Z girl gang story. And we, whether that be how you started getting interested in advocacy or what your passions are or um, who like who is your sister? Who are your sisters? Who is your um, GGG fam? Like that is your GGG story, anything and everything. And I think it's been so beautiful to be able to hear not just the stories of our team, but also the stories of our community members. I literally love GGG so much between our opportunities posts that we post on our stories uh, in order to help folks get like internships or job opportunities and like the mental health resources that we share. We recently launched our merch line, which is so amazing. It's based on To Our Younger Selves and Hot Girls Healing. We did a leadership panel discussion with all the leaders of GGG uh, and took those words that we would say to our younger selves, like, hey, you don't have to dim your life for anyone, or hey, you are enough, or younger self, like, take time to rest, like never, ever stop putting collaboration over competition, like all these different things. We put them on tote bags, we took them on journals, hoodies, uh, sweatpants, and we really brought these words to life because not only were they our words, but they were the words of our community as well. Um, pivoting more to like my role in DGG, I have the privilege to like cultivate and grow that community, that like community of amazing young people who them within themselves are astronomical. And I feel like I learn from our community members every single day, whether it be those who like run nonprofits or those who are literally out there creating group chats, creating their own mini communities and how they're doing it. It's not only a privilege, but also like a dream, like a dream, like anything. It's just, I don't know, there's no words for that. Like no words to see young people coming together and making the change they wanna see on a daily basis, whether that be through grassroots organizing or like working with larger organizations, like it's, it's incredible. That does sound incredible. And I'd love to know what was your phrase that you wanted to share with your younger self? What was that phrase for you? Oh, for me, I think my biggest one was prioritizing rest and loving yourself. Um, as a kid, I was definitely very rambunctious, very definitely very all over the place, had tons and tons of energy. Uh, and I know personally, I was like, oh wait, I wish I was like quieter or I wish I was like softer spoken or all these different things, not realizing that these things that I wanted to edit or edit out of myself were actually my superpowers. And so I would go back and tell my younger self, hey, lean into these things that you don't see as strengths and then use them as strengths. Like you love meeting new people and that doesn't make you someone who like flips around between like 15 different groups. No, it makes you someone who brings people together. It makes you a connector. Um, it makes you like, I don't know, like I'm a kind of, I can be like a really quiet person. And that's just because like I'm thinking, you know, I would tell my younger self, hey, you're an analytical person, like lean into that. Like you love organizing things like, yeah, no, you're not being annoying trying to plan out everyone's outfits or what we're going to actually wear to this like brunch, dinner, whatever, like all those different little things, I would say lean into, lean into your strengths, I think would definitely be uh, the biggest one that I said to my younger self. 
I love that and I think that's such great advice. So I would also love to know, as you're working with all of these amazing Gen Z women through GGG, what are some of the challenges that you think our generation is facing right now and that we might see developing further in the future? I'd love to get your take on some of the solutions or some of the hopes you have for the future as well. Wow. Well, I think our founder says it best. Gen Z has so much power uh, within the skills that they hold, whether that be how, knowing how to make TikTok videos, planning out an Instagram feed, like utilizing social media in order to make these like in real life activations, whether that be protests or rallies or um, even just holding community healing spaces. Our generation has like the unique opportunity to simultaneously connect with people all over the world uh, and at the same time have these deep personal relationships um, utilizing social media as well. So yeah, no, that I think that would be our greatest strength, but I think also our greatest challenge would be being able to listen. Like there's so much noise and I'm talking definitely from personal experience when I say like there's so much like information to take in, it feels like overwhelming at time. And so I think our biggest challenge might be, I think empathy fatigue, because knowing that there are so many issues in this world that it's humanly impossible for us to solve on our ones might be the biggest challenge. But to counter that, like knowing that together as a community, we can start making effective change or we can call on the people who have the power to make that change we can start making an impact on issues that we feel passionate about or that we want to see solved in this generation. Um, but also knowing that like, this is gonna take like a second, it's gonna be an intergenerational thing with those who come after us, as well as those who came before us. Um, intergenerational uh, collaboration is something that GGG really like stands on, like the importance of learning from and teaching um, those who come before and after us is essential in order to continue this work. Um, so maybe that's not even a challenge. Maybe that's just like a state of being like there's a cycle for everything and it's beautiful. But at the same time, how are we going to be able to pass on the lessons that we've learned from mistakes and good things that we've learned from this time of collaboration between the entire world in order to like make change? Like I think back to the protests, like it was absolutely amazing to see so many people turn out. But what did we learn from that? What did we learn from the amazing outpour of folks who are willing to stand by Black Lives Matter. What did we learn from that and how are we going to use that in order to um, propel more systemic change even? That might be the biggest challenge, like being able to communicate past, let's fix this issue, I'm passionate about this, uh, to what's going to be the long-term implications of change. That empathy fatigue part is really interesting, and I think you're absolutely right about that. There are so many different changes that people want to make and so many, I guess, problems that we can identify in the world, and that can be really exhausting when you're trying to balance all of that work. So you also had some great advice in that last answer, and I want to ask you for a little bit more advice before I let you go. Lots of young people, particularly college students, want to create change and they want to make a difference in the world, but they may not know how to get started. Do you have any words of wisdom for those people that might be listening? Oh, I don't think, I think I might be the last person to offer words of wisdom because I am still very much figuring this out myself. 
but something that like my mentors have told me or like that I've learned would definitely be start with what you know and from there figure out what you need to know for me I knew I loved volunteering like I just knew that I loved like meeting people or like packing their food or like serving people or giving that's something that just like made my heart happy and so I kept doing that and I would talk to like my supervisor or something like hey do y'all need extra help or like can I come in on the weekend or like anything like that um and then from there she'd be like oh we're having this meeting and we want to hear from folks who are volunteering how we can make this process easier and I was like yeah definitely I would love to share my thoughts and from there it was just kind of a cycle of yeah I would love to share my thoughts hey what can I learn from this is there anything I can do to help asking those hard-hitting questions and being upfront with the fact that hey I want to take more of a stand like I want to do more here I want to plant roots and grow here and people are so willing so willing and so like overwhelmingly helpful in the fact that if you're interested they need you because the truth is like everyone wants um the work they're doing everyone wants like the organization to stay and continue and for that to happen they need young people to come up after uh and like take over and start implementing new like processes and things like that like we see the UN literally has a TikTok account which is crazy but also like they're trying to keep up with not not trends but also they know that like the direction that the our world is moving in so many things are digital so many things are online like it's important to keep those conversations happening uh and they're going where the people are and they're going where the people are talking and I think that any young person who's interested in change making interested in advocacy um should start off with an issue that they know they want to fix and then find organizations that are already doing that. Or you know what, start your own. There are so many resources out there uh, for anyone interested in either starting an organization or joining one. Yeah, no, for me, the biggest thing has always been learning from people. Uh, so asking a lot of questions, asking, hey, I'm super interested in empathy. Like, what is that? How, how do you even do that? Uh, and then getting from there, getting connected with like brain health and also tap into your school's resources. Um, professors, I know everyone says this, but like professors are actually really cool and everyone's always working on something. Uh, and it's interesting how you can bring social justice into almost any area uh, because not only is it needed, it may not be wanted, I don't know, but not only is it needed, um, but it's needed in order to make sure that we create a more equitable world in the future as well. I am so glad that I got to talk with Phoebe because her advice was both really thoughtful and very motivational. I want to quickly highlight one piece of Phoebe's advice that she said she would have liked to share with her younger self. That advice was to lean into your strengths. I think it's pretty common, especially with young people, to look past our strengths and think about the ways we can improve ourselves or the ways that we feel like we're lacking. As Phoebe said, she thought she wanted to be quieter growing up, and now she realizes that that was one of her greatest strengths, and it still is. Yes, it is important to reflect on the areas that you can improve yourself, but it's equally important that you identify your strengths and the ways that you can use those to help others. Tap into those characteristics that make you special, because change comes when you lean into your strengths. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can follow Phoebe on Instagram at 
ok.phoebe to get connected with her, and you can check out Gen Z Girl Gang at Gen Z Girl Gang on Instagram as well. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.